Welcome to episode 118 of the American Entrepreneur Podcast. Free associative awareness. This is going to give you an example, a very, very in-depth, detailed example of what it's like to use free association to investigate and be aware of the way that you approach life in ways that you may not be aware that you approach life. I'm going to make you question everything with this one. <clears throat> so, give you an example. I'm aware that because of the type of person I am, or at least who I am in general, <clears throat> what I spend doing all day, I had a friend say, what's up? And I'm like, my brain is like, like what is always up? Like, what do you mean, what's up? What is always up? And so I don't know if everybody thinks like this, but plotting, that's what's up. Always, 24-7, 365, plotting. And so, plotting, that's what is up. Um, That's what I'm doing all the time. Looking, just observing, observing the world for what it is, looking at patterns in the world. Um, A really big thing is questioning why people value the things that they value, including myself. What makes us care about shit? What makes us care about this as opposed to this? And then furthermore, what the hell am I supposed to do with that information? How do I know that what other people do with the information is right or not? So I'd say I see the world a little bit like game theory, where it's like, okay, well, if I'm, I'm listening to you guys correctly, if I'm listening to you correctly, we're all people with a past going towards a future, and therefore we really are, what we really all are, is a character, quote-unquote, in the middle of a story, running into usually what we'd perceive as an obstacle. And so everybody's beginning's different, everybody's end's different, everybody's middle can be different. All the things that they're after can be different, and then the problem that they can have can be different. And then their relationship with that problem can be different. And then the reasons why they have a relationship with that problem can be different. And you know the funny part I found? Every last one of us thinks the thing that we're doing makes the most sense. Like, you rarely run into a person and they're like, my biggest problem is I'm not doing what someone else is doing. Like, every person, for the most part, primarily psychologically, we all believe that we're going where we're going for a very good reason. And that the problems that are in our way are super serious problems that need to be solved so that we can go where it is that we need to go. Like, we all find meaning in this concept of who we are, our story, where we're going, and what's in the way. What it's going to take to get through that. And you meet every single type of person, you know what we all think? We all think what we're doing is the most important thing. Like, all of us. That's the most overwhelming thought to me. 
because of what it means. What I think it means. What it means is we're not very good at calculating what matters. Not only, I mean, it's not only are individual people not good at calculating what matters. People in groups aren't good at calculating what matters. Nor do we have this community of people that come together every year and say, okay, our job is just to reevaluate and reassess where we're going and why. Like, nobody does that. So not only are individual human beings not good at kind of really knowing what matters. We don't even know what that concept means, let alone do we know what matters. And which is, it's just fucking hilarious because think of all the shit that we're doing. Like you have anything from kings, you know, princes to paupers, queens to prostitutes, you know, uh, down on the ground in the trenches, dirty hands jobs to like a computer room in a tower from here to Dubai. And like every single person you run into who you pass by on the road in those cars, like every person you run into, like they all believe the same shit. Like we all believe that what we're doing is the most important thing. Do you not see the problem here? Like how do you even know if your problems are important or not? Like you don't even know if you're if you're actual goal should be your goal and then if your actual problem is even worth solving yet people will go to therapists counselors crazy things you know commit suicide people will destroy their entire lives and destroy relationships and have a terrible day and just be in a bad mood because they can't get through that obstacle and i always found that weird because it happens to all of us. If we can't get through our obstacle, it's like the rest of our day is ruined. Yet, every moment in life, we always have a different obstacle. And our ability to believe in that obstacle never changes, no matter what the obstacle is. When you're a fucking kid learning how to ride a bike, it's like the most important thing in the world to ride the fucking bike. And then you get older and it's the most important thing in the world for you to go hang out with that girl. And then you go older than that's the most important thing. And like the more and more I've seen this in myself and other people, it just, how can it not? How could you ask me for it to not dawn on me that this all accumulates to a certain point? When this thought reaches critical mass, what does it turn into? It's like the fact that we don't know why we're doing what we're doing, how important it is. Yet, we get our entire emotions, personas, life, life story, entire fucking personality, life and day wrapped up in the obstacle that's right in front of us. Marcus Aurelius, the obstacle is the way. Hey, I ain't against pushing through a fucking obstacle. Here's what I'm telling you. It's really fucking weird that we all think all of our individual problems are important. Like, there's not one obstacle I've had that I don't think is important. If I'm trying to plug in my fucking phone 
and and like the I can't get it to like go in the prongs correctly, like go inside the socket correctly. The prongs in there, like it's it's the most infuriating thing ever. I'm just like, what the fuck? I swear to God, every time I do, I look at it, turn the light off, I go to push it in, can't find it again. Like, how, what the fuck? I'm doing that. I'm in traffic. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like going door to door doing sales. Like, I think I made a perfect presentation. Doesn't turn out the way I think it should, or we don't have the product that I, I'm like, what the fuck? It's like the same thing, dude. I go de-stressed. I hit around a call of duty. Some issues happen. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like the same thing over and over and over. It's just. And so I think the relationship that we have to our obstacles and, and who we are is super important. And it goes without saying, to be honest, let's be fair. Super important. If we all see the world through an obstacle lens. Super important the relationship you have with that lens. And what color that you are spilling on the rest of reality as you walk wherever you go. As you are wherever you are, what reality are you painting in front of you? So my friend hit me up. Like, what are you doing? Plotting. I thought about it and I'm like, you couldn't fathom how many problems there are. And one of the biggest problems that we have is that you couldn't fathom how many problems there are. You can't fathom. I heard this from a podcast I was watching. There's a quote from somebody. He said, he was talking to uh, Alex Hermosi, somebody. He was like, you cannot quantify or possibly imagine the complete irrelevance of 99.9% of everything that exists. That was super interesting. Like, to really put in a perspective, you know, there's times in my life where I thought skateboarding with my friends was like the most important thing in the world. Or hanging out with this friend or this friend group or going and doing this, going to hang out with that girl, those group of girls. Whatever I was going to do is the most important thing to me. I remember getting in sales and the first thought I had was like, damn, I'll never get my time back. I spent all those years skateboarding, hanging out with friends, playing fucking games and like meeting people, which is not, you know, it was cool. Helped me develop, helped my personality, helped my sense of self that I moved through the world. It helped me develop who I am as a human being, but at the same time, I'll never get that fucking time back. I'll never get that time back. I'll never get the time back that I could have been doing sales and business all the time, but I was doing something else. And so then my biggest problem became I won't get my time back. It went from I need to skateboard to I'll never get my time back for skateboarding. So I was reading this war book on field ta- on tactics. And there's a quote in the book. I love it. But it puts so much of life into perspective. And the quote says, Often in war, the correct move is also the wrong move. And I think we forget that in life. I think we forget 
that often the right move is the wrong move, which is to say that we don't have a field guide for reality itself. The map is not the territory. The map, the way we see things, is not reality. It's just a map of reality. So often we think we're making the right move. We're doing the best possible, smartest calculation based on all of our data and all of our models that we could possibly do. And it still ends up wrong. And you just want to look back at somebody and go, oh, you did this. You gave me the wrong. But to be honest with you, listen here, man. Fucking reality works that way sometimes. Like sometimes reality works in a way that we didn't expect or want it to work. And that's just life. So now back to this relationship that we have with our obstacles. If often the right move is the wrong move and and our emotions are completely and utterly wrapped up in our obstacle. Often the right move is the wrong move, yet everything is reliant on the obstacle directly in front of us. So not only in life are we moving toward an obstacle that constantly changes for different reasons. On top of that, you can do the wrong thing accidentally for years. And so when I say I sit here plotting, it's like, oh, how many cells are going to make? Oh, one plus one is two. Like, it's not my brain isn't like that. My brain is like, hmm, it's constantly making me ask myself, is what I'm doing and how I'm spending my time the most important, productive, matterful, worthy way that I could be using my time? And I let that conclusion take me honestly wherever it wants to go. I could draw the conclusion that I need need 10K more of sales this week. I could draw the conclusion that I need to quit my business and sleep outside on the ground. Like I'm totally willing to look at life as this thing that I just do not understand. Now obviously I'm going to work off gravity I'm going to work off statistics because what this comes down to life, my friends, you're going to learn some about yourself right now, which is that you see reality as a set of statistics. What is the statistical likelihood that when you walk outside, gravity won't exist? There's still a likelihood. You've been wrong before. If you've been wrong before, the likelihood you'll be wrong again is probably, probably up there. And so you're going to learn some about yourself right now, which is you see reality in a set of statistics. So everything you do is based off of statistics. There's people I don't take any bit of advice from them because I hate them because I'm negative. No, because I'm not willing. No, because the t- statistical likelihood that they're wrong. And then furthermore, the statistically, the statistical likelihood that they'll take that incorrect data mix it with my data and fuck up what I'm doing, it's like pretty high. And so everything we do is based off of statistics. And so I guess I've always seen life as like the statistical likelihood that I'll get where I want to go by doing things that aren't 
involved with where I'm going is like, I don't know, man. Like, it's got to be somewhere near zero. Who knows? So when you're thinking about how to spend your time, right? So what I'm saying when I'm sitting here just like plotting, right? Plotting on life. I'm like, so I'm going from here to there, which means everything I do from here to there has to be in line with going from here to there. And then it's like, but what if you're headed in the wrong direction? Like then everything you're doing is a waste of time, bro. So then how do you, if you don't even know if you're going in the right or wrong direction, how do you actually measure where it is that you're going? Like, how do you measure the progress? And then so, and now here's the kicker, and I hope you're ready for this. If that's the way you fucking do everything, like, you don't even know where you're going when you decide you know where you're going. You don't even know for what reason you're going there. And everything you do in life has to be predicated to go there. And then you could figure out that you're doing things incorrectly. Then what sense does it make to overly involve your emotions in everything that you do or at the very least to be emotionally reactive about life it doesn't make any sense because i believe in order to be emotionally reactive about life your emotions must be tied to the obstacle and in order for your emotions to be tied to the obstacle you must be absolutely certain that where you're going makes absolute sense And I don't see how you could think that. Like, I don't see how a human being could be so positive about exactly where they're going, how and when. Now, I'm not saying I'm against it because it's fucking, it's cool. It's awesome. It's kind of how we all live our life. The statistical likelihood that there's something here, though, based off my feeling of like my brain attempting to use my thoughts to calculate whatever that is, probably like 50% at least, like more than 50% is probably why I'm like this. More than 50% statistical likelihood that like 99% of the shit we do today, not going to matter next year. 99% of the shit that we do is not going to matter in 10 years, 50 years, 100 years. Like you look 200 years ago, do you know how important it was for a little Johnny boy to run into the town. Hey, Johnny boy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, Johnny. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm not New Jersey. But you guys get what I'm saying. Little Johnny boy's running into town. He needs to get a job. And he's like, I have to work in the factories with the rats. And like, that was the most important thing ever to him. And then you have people whose jobs, you know, hundreds of years ago in China. They're like, all right, we just tend to rice. And like, if that didn't work out, most important thing ever to them. So I'm not blind here. I know that, you, you know, we need to eat, drink, have shelter. There's certain things that like really technically matter to us on a non, you know, deniable basis. But isn't it weird that all the colors, shades and textures of the same exact situation change? And it's still the same thing. It's a person with a life going somewhere, coming from somewhere in the middle of a story, running into an obstacle on the way to a place that they can't even be statistically 100% sure is the place they should even be going. However, their emotions are super wrapped up in getting there. 
Like it doesn't seem to make sense to me. See, a lot of entrepreneurs talk about like their passion, like how I got where I'm going. This is what you need to do, think and feel. And like the statistical likelihood that you can take life advice from somebody else and it will functionally get you where you need to go stacked on the statistical likelihood against the fact that either of you are even right about where you're going is just too much for me. Like, it's just way too much for me. So when I say plotting, they're like, oh, so that you can go to your business and add one plus two? That's three, right? Like, plotting is like, it's assimilating. It's taking in new information to rebuild the structures and foundations that I already have and inform my steps forward. And I have to assimilate anything from what's the number of sales I should get to get this gross in sales this week to for what reason would I even do any of that? What reason should I wake up and do anything other than lay down and die today? And so my biology will take care of me waking up and not dying. But beyond that, it's like, what are we going to do here today? What are we going to do? And I've had parts of my career where I'm working 80, 100 hour weeks. And I know what it's like to do and not think. As I stand here today, I think, well, for what reason does it make sense to do half the things we do? I've seen people work 80 hour weeks and make no cash. I've seen people work 10 hour weeks and fucking they're loaded. They're doing everything correctly. They're making a certain amount per hour. They're outsourcing. Like, There's certain things you can do that make more money than the other ones. And so I'm not sure, like at this point in my life, I'm so far from buying the idea that making more money is like the meaning of life or something. I'm going to make more money, for sure. Like, trust me, I'm going to make some motherfucking money. That's not the hard part, though. The hard part is when you get the cash, what do you do with it and, and why? And how do you know that that's the best way to spend it? And what makes you think that you're not wasting the whole experience in the wrong direction? Some people, they're just like, I just want the money. I'll figure it out from there. I'm like, that's fine. That's fine. I'm not so sure how worthy it is to chase in the direction of something that you don't know where it's going. Like you don't know what's going to happen next. So the statistical likelihood that the negative emotions you had based around your goals today is justified is probably something like fucking zero. Like you can have emotions, but the idea that the emotions and the like that they were, I guess emotions aren't logical. It's not justify or non-justify, but do you get how I'm saying Like, people go through life, and they're super attached to the outcome of A, B, or C. And if A, B, or C doesn't go right, it's the end of the world. And, you know, there's a part of my psychology that understands this. But in order to fit into society, I have to pretend that I don't know this shit. Or else people get, like, upset because their emotions are tied to their objective. 
I'm like, I don't think this objective is that important. They're like, what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. This is not, you can't prove to me that this is something important that we're doing. It just can't be proven. What? Do you understand? And if I don't do this, then this doesn't happen. And I don't get this. And I don't get this. And can you imagine that happening where I don't get what I'm supposed to get? And I'm just like, yeah, whatever, man. Like, there's no proof that this shit matters. So I'm trying to get salespeople to join this company. Again, working with Indeed and fucking putting apps up and emailing back and forth to verify that I really am a person, whatever. And I'm working on recruiting for all these salespeople. And I'm sitting, you know, the people I've, I've tried to get in, I'm like, well, money matters to you? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, here's, here's the amount of money. And they're like, like, um, getting better at sales matters to you? Like, no, I'm already good at sales. What matters to you? And I break it down and I'm like, I admit, no fucking clue. The more I think about this thing that I'm telling you right now, this is not like a passing thought because I was bored, by the way. Like, I think about what I'm telling you right now every fucking day of my life. Like, every hour. I'm like, what is important to people and how do I know that that's true? Like, what would verify that what you're doing is important for you? And I think that's a really good question to ask. What would verify, create non-repudiation? It's a non-reputable statement that what I'm doing is important and I should be doing this. And the more and more I think about, because, right, I have to verify what's important to you to line up what you're doing with what I'm doing. The problem being, how do you verify that what any of us are doing is important? How do people do that? How do we verify importance? How do we verify importance? Because that will tell you a lot about humans in the game of life. What is it? What is the factor that makes us prioritize something? What is the factor that verifies to us? Where is the proof in the pudding? Where is the verification for a human being that something is or isn't important and they should or shouldn't be doing it? Now, I don't want to answer that question too deep. I want it to linger because I want to think about it all the time until I get at least a functional answer, meaning that I can make money off of the answer or strategically increase the speed of a process using the answer. But I'm going to give you some off the dome. They're off the dome. This is no, I'm not trying to give a vibe or an intention. It's just off the dome. One, I think people do what they do because other people tell them to do it. And like, I can't unsee that. I can't unsee the fact that everybody who's listening to this, none of you are going to understand what I'm saying. But I know for a fact, in the bottom of my heart, every last one of you is going to think you're the one person who understood what it is that I'm saying. Like most people do what they do 
because somebody else told him to do it. Is that not interesting? Not interesting to think about that almost all of our life is like being an unconscious robot walking to where we're told to walk and then doing what we're told to do. And I think society grooms us to look to be told what to do. Like I literally think we're purpose or non-purpose doesn't matter, but it seems to be that we're groomed to look for approval, we're groomed to we're groomed to look for direction from other people. So then how do we verify something's important cuz somebody else said it was? How do we verify that something else is important because we're left out of it? It's exclusive. We're not a part of it. How do we verify something's important? Well, like the fear of losing something or the amount of time that we have to get the thing. Like scarcity. Anything that's scarce in nature, we just automatically assume is important. And so what is scarce in nature? Hmm. What is scarce? Like what is truly scarce? And let's pretend that we met the ends to all of these reasons we do what we do. We got to the end of it. Then what would we do? Like how would we know that any of those things were important? And so people think it's funny or some like mind game that I'm playing. Like, you know, you talk to people about philosophy. They think your average person, even entrepreneur that I talk to about this is like, yeah, I wouldn't think about it that deep. Like, I'm sure you wouldn't. But what makes you think that it's important to not think that deep? Like, you get what I'm saying? What makes you think not understanding how you work is going to work out in your benefit? Makes absolutely no sense to me. Never has. Never will. Fuck off. So it's a weird thought. Like, we should know for what reason we do the things that we do. It's not a joke to not know that. It's not funny. Like, it's not cute. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like, ha, 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 everything's fine. Ha, everything's not fine. You don't even know the reason you do what you do every single day that you wake up. Yet, your emotions and your, your unnecessary suffering is tied to the thing that you're doing is essentially what I'm trying to get across here. You're suffering. Most of people's unnecessary suffering comes from their relationship with their objective and the setback in the way. So most people's unnecessary suffering comes from a thing that they don't even know if it matters. Or is it the fact that we think things matter that create our unnecessary suffering? Think about that one. This American Entrepreneur Podcast. Ask yourself, what makes you do the things you do?